You can't be serious, man. You cannot be serious! Oh, don't blame it. You moved it, Ivan. Yeah, no, you no, fucking no, no, you handballed that pretty right. quickly. Right, you would, what, yeah. what happened then, Ivan? It, uh, it's come off the table. Go off your head no, like you do it. Go on, good. Johnny. Uh, okay. Go off your truth. Now, um, Hasn't tightened up. Well, have we got some stuff to cover today? Now, first of all, could I say, Don, I did tell you that uh, we have an interview with a mafia boss and legend who has been in jail and is coming out here on a tour to... I don't know, try and redeem himself. I'm not sure what he's coming out here for. I spoke to him in uh, America yesterday, so that's our interview. I did say I usually do this with uh, young Ivan and Don, but because uh, of the time difference, you couldn't come up here. I had to speak to him at 3 o'clock in the morning. You so what? I had to speak to him at 3. So you got up at 3? Uh, I, I hope this interview's worth it. Now, well, anyhow, Don, this is, you know, you say... Oh, well, you know, I'm working. How I do said, I say it? You, you said, oh, I've got to work. I can't come up here. And I, you say, you're retired. And I, I said, yeah. So Kennett. I got up at I think three. you're getting your Jeff Kennett's mixed up. I got three o'clock in the morning to come and interview this man because you can't come up yeah. here. So... Uh, that's that, that, so. That's the interview coming up, and jeez, um, oh, I, uh, I can't uh, wait, Johnny. How did you go with all the technology? Three o'clock in the morning. He had Sue. That is exactly right. <laughs> I got Sue out of her um, abode. Uh, her abode, and I said, "Sue, I need your help." Uh, Over she came. Uh, so now, um, right now, now. So first of all. Uh, we'll just do the, get this out of the. I'm, I'm going to mention this, but I'm waiting for Phoebe. Is well, she here? Is yes, that her? yes. She's coming by cab. Sp- yeah. No, because a car battery failed, and oh. this is bringing a niece in. Yes. And I wasn't going to do this until she got here. Oh. But I'm going to. I'm going to tell you how dishonest and how. Well, abs- she's just walking through the door. Not she. Pad. Not oh, she. Oh no, 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 no. That's a bad. I don't like that word. Come on, Fiona, we're waiting for you. No, don't we're not waiting for you. He so won't start. Hang on. Uh, no, I wasn't going to start on what I was going to say until Fiona Byrne got here. Well, there she But is. she is here now. Sit over here, Fiona, where the spare microphone is, please, Dal. Uh, Dal, uh, it's Fiona. Dal, that is condescending. Uh, you are no, very Dal, it's not condescending. You, you've got... You're a very condescending man. Anyhow, uh, I told you I spoke to the uh, man, the mafia man. That's our interview for the day uh, at the end of all this. Now, first of all, I know the doc who we had dinner with, the doc Ford, and we had dinner with Ivan, you, me, and a cast of thousands <laughs> last week. We had at Chaconis. Was it Chaconis? Very. Was. I was out of my comfort zone, but I really appreciate Yeah, because you're antisocial <laughs> and you have no social skills at all. You couldn't speak to any of the people at the table because at you have no idea have a, at least I might have a replacement for Rod Law who's that his name is James Willis and he's looking he's a producer of he's uh, looking Dr. To go, Fordham he's looking to go on to bigger and better things 
Mm. As opposed to uh, 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 Rod Law, what was he doing? Well, he was producing this show. No, no, no. This man is. This man is the top. That's how all that rift started. Don, you said he was a producer, and he said, "I'm not a producer." He <laughs> said, "Go and get stuffed." He well, said, "What was he?" Well, he was just. Uh, he was was a former friend of ours who came in here to, uh, and then you go. No, you him stitched him up with those paintings. I don't. You did. You did. You're you're very devious when it comes to business. Uh, n- n- moving right uh, now, along. Phoebe. Now, hang on. What about no, no, get, hang on. get back to the program? James Willis is looking for a job. No, he's not. We've got. We're, we're pretty, offering him a James job. James Willis is a star, and we have. We need stars. Shut up, we need Don. to take this Stop further. Jumping round. I'm, we, I'm so Fiona Byrne. Phoebe has arrived, and she was part of the uh, uh, dinner with. Uh, uh, Dr. Fordham, and my God, she probably uh, almost sat on his lap during the oh, whole... Oh, I did not. <laughs> almost. Well, well, I wouldn't have got out of the car park if it wasn't for Yona showing me how to use the electronic ticket machine. Don was stuck in the car park, that's right. So Anyway, it was a wonderful night. I loved it. I thought it was just terrific that Ben got everyone together and hosted a marvellous table. We had special guests that were arriving. Who were the guests? Go, oh, go on. Yep. Uh, Rebecca Madden, I don't think I'm on. You're on. Yep. You're, You're on. on. Yeah. I don't know why this is. Yep. Go on. Anyway, we, so Rebecca Madden popped in. Peter Ford popped in. It was terrific. Don, I don't Do know. Do you know that Rebecca's an old showy? Yes, she used to ride show horses when she was younger. Yeah, she she was competed at the Royal Melbourne Show. Did she really? Yes. They good. Yes, she really? was a very good. She was a very good equestrian. Yeah. Um, so it was a great night, wasn't it, Sam? Yep. It no. was. No, I, honestly, Don, I, I, I hope you're on... Uh, it says you're on the microphone here, Phoebe. The bars, if we could get some... I will speak louder, just in case. Yep, OK. Oh, so, man, Sam, it was a terrific you? night. So, t- let's... Uh, t- what were your thoughts of the evening? Well, the doc was uh, very uh, not excited. He was very uh, he was very pleased to see us all, and uh, he he genuinely likes the team here at uh, You Cannot Be Serious. And uh, we spoke long and hard. Well, about I thought the dynamics were interesting. Yes, Fiona, we had two two control freaks opposite the fo- opposite one another. <laughs> you mean Ben and Sam? <laughs> yeah, and it was a battle. <laughs> it was a battle to who was in control. Don, you didn't even participate. I know. I <laughs> sat there in wonderment. <laughs> Thank right God on. you were next to me and carried conversation. That's oh, how he's trying to work out now with James Willis. Now, to get, so get all right. On. So we started off with this. With uh, we're just about Michael Christian for a start, uh, and I was going to say I was waiting for Fiona Byrne because I'm I'm glad she's here because uh, she mightn't want to hear what I'm about to say. No, I I might go upstairs. No you won't because you will back up what I'm saying. I, you you will you will you will attest to what I'm saying. Uh, the most scurrilous um, and dishonest I article am, I'm, ever written by someone about me as a who result. Are you talking about? I'm talking about someone I'm going to mention and People say, "Why do you? Why do you give this person credence or any airtime?" T- because I can. I'm not going to have someone write a complete and utter tissue of lies in a paper about me. And who are you talking her about? Perce- this is about Alice Costa, the steeplechaser. No, no, hang on. Hang no, on. hang Just on. Watch your language. I'm. I'm. Too, I'm, I'm Please. 
Alice Costa has calls me a buffoon, and then when no, I call she, her a she, steeplechaser, she, I, I'm, I'm more accurate in what I call her than what she calls me, and she wrote her the most disgracefully dishonest and... Uh, uh, what did she say, Johnny? Uh, well, I'll get on to it in a minute. I'm not going to downgrade the pro- podcast here <laughs> until I get on to it. Uh, so I'm just doing um, Michael Christian, first of all. He's got some... Ivan, he's got some hats... He He's does. selling. And yep. what have they got on them, Ivan? They've got no. They've got no, yep. meaning with, that with we the are... With the You Cannot Be ser- Serious logo. We are serious... Oh, hang on, hang on. Whoa. I don't think we should be a political organisation. Oh, Don. <laughs> oh, really? So the government, it's all right for the government to say yes? Oh, the government, it's a disgrace what they're doing. Yes, and so what about it's John Farnham and Cathy Freeman and all, all of that? It should be left to the individual and you yep. shouldn't be and coerced. All I want is information. Oh, shut up, Don. You please, There was seriously. a pamphlet. It should have got sent I've to I've got it house. at home. It just came in the mail. Thank when you. We you are the I am going to read it. We are all advocating right. the no vote you and it is absolutely You might be advocating. All right, yeah. the hats, can we just finish off the hats? Yeah, so if anyone hats. wants to put in a, an order for these well, no hats... Well, a friend hats, of mine wants them, Ivan, and they're it? not coming through. Obviously Where are not. they? <laughs> anyway. Jim from Polly 4x4. No, no, four hang, hang, four. hang on, Don. He's explaining what's well, happening. Well, Jim has rung me up Don't from Polly 4x4 four four wanting hats. He wants half Don, a dozen. Where are they, the Ivan? Right, up, so Don, Polly you? can put fuck. in these order until Monday with michaelchristian.com. You'll have them manufactured and sent out by this the Wednesday. This is the no hats. This with is no only on the no hats. Yes, the that's rest of the them hats. you can get all the time. In the meantime, he has done uh, the stubby holders and the t-shirts. They're made from offsets, off cuts from wetsuits. Oh god! We how many, how many weeks in a row has he said that? Yeah. Uh, uh, oh, fair dinkum. Uh, actually, Mick just said to me just before he said someone's placed an order for six stubby holders, who actually lives around the corner from him. So shout out to whoever that is. Well, why can't he just? Why has he got to? He could just walk around the corner and give it to him. And that's what Mick said. Don, well, uh, Phoebe's brought her. I presume niece. it's her niece in, and her niece. I don't know how old her niece smiling, is, but she's, she's a young girl, and she's looking at you. And <laughs> I no, 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 she's, she's looking, looking at you. At she you. cannot believe what she got on. She, she thinks she's gone to Jurassic Park <laughs> Three, the filming of it, and this is it. She thinks you're a dinosaur. She's looking at you. She not, she's either got wind or she's smiling at you. No, oh, she, she can't me. believe. Excuse me. Have, she can't believe that she's looking at a fully grown you don't man. Don't smile when you've got wind. What? You kind of grimace. Your face goes. You've got to kind of. No, you've got to go be secretive when you've got wind. <laughs> because you've got to be discreet. Yeah, seriously, seriously. Yeah. So, Don, I'll tell you why we're voting no. Because oh, it is... You voting no. We're advocating people... Oh, now Fiona's taking her, we're her ad- niece out of the room. You're going up... We're st- advocating... I told you to, People, Rogan. we're advocating... She wants to stay, Fiona. <laughs> we're, advocating, we're advocating the no vote because it is just a grab for reparation. It's a money grab. It is the most ridiculous, divisive... And I'll show you how divisive it is. The no vote had a rally in Adelaide on uh, a couple of days ago. And this is what people were confronted with who went peacefully to the no vote to just uh, have a bit of a... This is what they said. This, there was some, this was just some of the abuse hurled by Yes supporters at the Australians attending a no vote campaign in Adelaide. It seems abuse... 
and intimidation has become hallmarks of Albanese and the voice of division. Racist dog, let me just get, racist dog, voice campaign, where the fuck is it? Racist dog, voice campaign, um, a bigot, I can't. I can't actually can't uh, re- repeat some of the some of the f words and some of the c words. And uh, who is saying this? This this is the people who the came yes to campaign against the no vote. Well, aren't they being agitated by uh, the no people? They're also fueling the fire. I just think the no the the no campaigners had a rally, and it was uh, the yes voters came in and started. They didn't. The no voters didn't hurl abuse at the yes voters. The yes voters started saying that the old, the old chestnut, racism and bigotry and you're a C and you're an F and all that sort of stuff. And uh, that's what the people had to put up with. So anyhow, we are absolutely advocating no. If you vote yes, you are, honestly, you should be ashamed of yourself because it's bullshit. It is an absolutely divisive crock of nonsense. And so many people from the indigenous community and learned people say it is. And it's only a push for more money and more power, which is not needed. Well, was a I yes. think it is highlighting the inadequacies of the system that exists at the moment. Now, my investigative work, which I find it very difficult to do, we spend about 30, 30, nearly 40 billion on Indigenous welfare programs. More than Medicare. Well, it's more than the Navy. And um, why isn't it better run? And I think the people who are involved in Parliament, the Indigenous, are kind of... Listen, they're kind of urban people and I don't think they're in touch with the real problem that exists in the Indigenous community. So why would you vote for it? Well, this is only, this is what my thing is. And well, I, well, what is your thing? Well, that's why I'm still investigating as well, to which way to go. Well, don't you better get on with it. The vote's on in it's, two weeks. Okay, well, that's got two weeks to go. Well, you've been but going the problems on about this six months. Yeah, I don't think it's being done properly by the... Well, then Government don't vote for it, Government at the moment with fool. regard... Shut up, will you? Well, don't vote for it. Shut up. How can you... Shut pos- up, you ignorant person. <laughs> I believe there should be a bit of an overhaul of the whole system because people do need help, the Indigenous. They've, what I have found, you and I... Now, OK, I'm using this as an example. You and I, when it comes to modern technology, are dinosaurs. We do not know how to use our mobile or the computer. What's that going to do with the yes vote? Shut up. We will become extinct. Now, it is the same. Will you shut up? It is the same with the indigenous people. They've got to adjust to modern society. Otherwise, they will be left behind. And it comes back to education and things along that line. I'm very sorry, if you want to live a particular life, will you live that life? But don't rely on welfare handouts and education is a priority, just as we're uneducated when it comes to modern technology. And we're the same... So if you say they're getting 30 or $40 billion a year more than the Navy, I didn't know that, and more than Medibank... Mm. What more, how much more money do you want to throw at people? That's what I'm saying. So there should be an investigation because it's not being spent properly. Well, then what are you voting? And the people who are the Indigenous leaders are, 
are kind of they to me they seem to be urban types who don't come from there. The only one that seems to come from there is a girl called Jacinta Price, who whose parents my, my live dear, outside my, Alice Springs. My dear friend Don, please. You have been going on for six months about you don't know any information. You have now just said, you have now just said, I don't know why all this. Why would you vote for something that you keep going on about that you say is an inadequacy? <coughs> this is the nonsense of it all. It is just purely a grab for social elites that skim the money off the top that want it for their no, own. It's Albanese pushing it. Well, of one course of the he's pushing it. He's wasting your taxpayers' money and no my argument. taxpayers' money no argument. on these bogus ads. No argument. And you say, don't make it political. We are, no we are advising. I am. I don't care what you do. Advising, do not be sucked into this absolute crap. It is bullshit. It's more divisive. You've just, as I say, if you go to a rally... It's creating racism. Here we are. That's correct, Don. Why would you vote for it then? But we've got to recognise... Why would you vote for it if it's creation? Up. Oh, it's easy for you to keep <laughs> well, saying Well, just to up. show you how bad the no campaign has, has gone, they did a poll of 50,000 people. 60% now, these are... I'm just rounding it up a little bit. 60% of the people have straight out vote intention is to vote no. 20% is yes, and the rest are undecided. Yeah, so well, even we're, even we're, if the the undecided and the no vote and the we're sorry, trying yes to sway. Together, but I've just looked at your attire today. We're You've got to shut up, Johnny. People, yeah. You've we're got trying you, to sway people sure. from actually not, uh, not voting for people. <laughs> we're trying to dissuade people from voting. Well, yes it was only me and you exactly that got dressed exactly up the other night. What Don the rest said. Of them were in shorts now here's the next thing, Don. About the here's the next thing, Don. This is, comes from your football club. This is how pathetic, what a slobbering suck-up your committee or the person that runs your football club is. This is a letter sent to uh, people at Hawthorne and you open the back flap of the envelope. This would be in complete uh, knee-jerk reaction to the Clarkson Fagan um, uh, racist accusation uh, that went on at Hawthorne that the AFL uh, couldn't even uh, resolve themselves. If there's ever a body in charge of running the competition and can't resolve stuff like this at the top office in the AFL, what hope have you got? This is what... You open the back flap of the envelope and this is what it said. There's pictures of um, uh, um, Aboriginal art and there's eagles and there's a picture of... Um, uh, indigenous uh, stuff on the back of it. And this is when you open the back flap. This is what it says. The Hawthorne Football Club acknowledge Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people as the traditional custodians of the land... Oh, Don, please, fuck me. I've seen that. You sent it to me, boy. Oh, dear. Yep. Continue. This is Don's club that he captained a premiership to and they've degenerated into a dribbling, slobbering, <laughs> suck-up, virtuous, pandering crock of numbskulls. Hawthorne Football Club acknowledge Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people as the traditional custodians of the land and water on which we live, learn, work and play. We pay respect to the elders both past and present and stand together with the Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander leaders of today and tomorrow, always. So that's, that's on the back of the envelope. 
Then down the bottom. On the back. What, Don? On the back of the envelope. Yes, I said on the back flap. I read that out and then I said down the bottom. That is down the bottom of the envelope. Yes, thank you, Don. It says... And it's got a picture of a flag. It's got... Uh, it's L- an LGBGT plus flag. How'd you we, go picking yeah, your We nose? know what they, they are. We see them everywhere. Why don't you explain what's on the back of it, Don? <laughs> no, it's your podcast. Well, I was explaining it. It's got a picture of a what? LBGTQ plus two... Yeah, it's, two different, spirit. it's different to the gay flag. So it's got, it's, got that. it's got the LGB and then it's got the Torres... Then it's got the, the, the trans flag on it. It's got the Torres Strait on it. It's got, it's got everything on it except the Hawthorne colours. And it says, Hawthorne Football Club is a proudly inclusive club and an ally of the LBGTQ plus A community. We celebrate everyone's individuality, strengths and contributions to the Hawthorne family. Would there be any danger that the person who runs that club is that Mr Gowers, is it, who would... Uh, need well, he's to, the president. Needed to play. Would there be any danger that he could get the committee to see if they can find some footballers that can actually play football and win a couple of AFL games? That would... That would you what, don't know... What's his name, Trevor? What's Trevor Gowers? Is it Gowers? What's no, his that name? That was his father. His oh, what's father his Trevor name? played at Richmond. Oh, what's his name? Against him. What's Mr Gowers' name? Andrew. Andy. Would there be any danger you could make the Hawthorne supporters happy by getting some footballers you could win some games? <laughs> that would be better than all the shit you're printing on the back what of your envelopes and all the, the flags and all the different fucking colours. And the jumper. The jumper. What's the They've jumper? got a jumper on here. Let me just get it up, Don. Where's the fucking jumper? You I see? thought the colours were brown and gold. Where is the jumper? You, you... I put it, I <laughs> sent it to you, you clown. See, you don't, you're going to be extinct. You don't know how to work your phone. Oh. Well, you explain the jumper. I've I don't it. know how to. Where is it? I sent it to you and you Anyhow, went off the your jumper's trees. got your phone's all, off with it's IT. got squiggles and swirls. No, give us a. It's like the, like the rainbow what? colours of a... And it's got everything on it except the uh, Hawthorne Football Just Club jumpers. Just hold yep. So that's that. So that's where we're going with Just that. Just you, you should be ashamed of yourself. Here it is. I'll try and explain it. It is the gay... What do they have, a gay pride? Oh, it's AFW Women's Pride Guernsey. Looking pretty awesome, somebody said. Uh, it's yellow. The background is basically yellow... And it looks, what is that thing on the front? It's supposed to be a stylized hawk. It looks like a chook <laughs> or a rooster mm. that's taken fright. It's seen a snake and its mm. wings are up, yep. its yep. tail's down, yep. yeah. and it's the colours of the rainbow. Can right. you? That's and it. I thought Hawthorne's colours were brown and gold. Brown and Have gold. a no, look at that. That's right. It's very easy to put the Hawthorne uh, colours on. Because if you're putting your underpants on, you put what, the what yellow to the bird? front and the brown to the back. You it's could take that out peacock. to the nightclub. It looks like a if parrot. If you throw up in the morning, you'd be right. It looks no like a colourful parrot. Okay, speaking of uh, diverse and lateral things, uh, I see... I see um, now, you might want to watch this, Don. Um, um, Stan are now streaming Danielle Laidley, Two Tribes. It's a doco on Danielle Laidley. Now, I'm going to say Danielle Laidley used to be 
the coach. No, I'm saying this, Don, because I'm telling you why. Danielle Laidley used to be known as Dean Laidley, and if you think I'm dead naming her or being um, uh, or being um, mischievous by saying that, I'm not. Surely in the documentary they're going to say who Danielle Laidley transformed herself into from when she was playing football and a coach of North Melbourne. If you're not going to put that in the documentary, it's no point having a documentary. So Danielle Laidley has a, um, I don't know how many parts there is, but it's a, it's the Danielle Laidley story, Two Tribes Revealed, now streaming, and it says two here... Two Tribes? Two Tribes means she, I presume a she was a, 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 signalled as a man and now she's signalling as a woman. Tribes. I presume that's what it means. I'm not trying to get into trouble with uh, Danielle Laidley, who this gets back to her. Uh, we've asked her to come on a couple of times. Does it, this is what it says about the doco. The original Stan, original documentary revealed Danielle Laidley, Two Tribes, explores the former AFL star's extraordinary life, showcasing the highs and lows of becoming the remarkable and resilient woman she is today. Mm-hmm. That's, what? Hang that, on. It says it's showcasing, it's, it says showcasing the highs and lows of and becoming the remarkable and resilient woman she is today. The must-see documentary is now streaming on Stan. Mm. So Danielle Laidley has become a remarkable, um, resilient and um, you know, uh, I was thinking woman over and the good on her. And uh, as I say, if you want to know who she formerly was, the doco will surely say that or else there's no point having a documentary Can on I'll her. I'll take this a little bit further. When is the AFL ever going to acknowledge a normal person? Now, no, there's too many of us. Because we had um, Mark Thompson. Now, Mark Thompson's going to present the medal. Yep. Well, I mean, if you live a normal life, don't you get recognised? Okay. Well, Mark Thompson, all right, uh, got into, we know the. It's well documented. He got into uh, trouble with the Bolivian booger sugar. Just because and, uh, you're an AFL footballer, does that excuse you from the restrictions that everybody else... Good on Mark that, Thompson for rehabilitation. I'm not saying that at all, I but you don't go down that saying. path in the first place. Uh, of course, uh, I said good on Mark Thompson for rehabilitating himself and the AFL giving him another chance. Mm. I hope they do the same with Wayne Carey, who did nothing more, did nothing more than have a bag of white powder spill onto but some on. table didn't over have, in Perth and lost every job, lost every job in the media he had because. The virtuous do-gooders thought, oh, if, uh, if entertainers and pop stars do all this, it's a badge of honour, but if someone like uh, Wayne Carey does it, and yet uh, they give... did uh, Mark- Wayne Carey have domestic issues prior to this and then got, went back onto television? Uh, he lost all his mm. jobs in the I'm media. I'm right. prior yeah. to... Yes, correct. He was working in the media no matter what he had priors. He was working in the media and as a result of finding a... It seems to me that AFL footballers, if you're a star or got a name or something, you're all's forgiven and life just goes on. It's been that for years. And if you you play the game straight, you don't get recognised. No, if you play the game straight, you don't get recognised. But AFL footballers or, or sports people in general... 
they always hit the news. This, this goes on in the suburbs day after yeah, day, but no one ever hears of it, Don, because they're yep. not newsworthy. They're not clickbait. That's exactly why AFL footballers and all the others bear the brunt of all this uh, media scrutiny. You wait till I get on to what was written about me by Alice Costa. I tell you... I, I, I tell you what, no, no, I've never done this ever, and I never would. Don't I, I do should it, don't. send. I should send that paper a legal letter. What she said about me is absolutely. I didn't read the article. I was sent to me as an absolute tissue of lies and a fabrication, purely well, to give on, her. Why did the article come about? Purely to give her some prominence. Sorry, thinking I am asking yep. you what prompted the article. The article prompted after I had a go at the person who said I was the worst interviewee they'd oh, ever right. had. Okay. And then I uh, told uh, the story about the actual story about why that was the worst interview. And then Alice Costa stuck her nose into it trying to gain some notoriety, uh, this undeserved, an attempt to garner a level of importance and attention that she's not entitled to and doesn't deserve by naming me, knowing it did get some clickbait and knowing that I would respond. And people say, oh, why do you respond? I say, because I can. Because if I didn't have this forum, that would go unchecked. I'll, I'll I'll tell you about Alice Costa and what she wrote is an absolute tissue of lies and she, as I say, I'd never do this to anyone. I should have taken legal action against her or asked her for be dis- to be cancelled or dismissed, but I never would because uh, my my, dict- my dictum is if, if, you, if, if you give it, you've got to cop it. So I cop it, but you wait till I... The end you. of the article um, sort of washed up with her sort of saying, this time... Whatever, but next time I'm going to stand up for myself. That's how. That's how disingenuous. And uh, she called me. Yeah, but a, somebody, somebody at the. Oh, and I will do this in a minute. Just talk, well, Fiona's not here, so. Well, the other thing that luckily, we're talking about. Hey, we're talking about the Herald Sun. There was another article which surprised me a couple of weeks ago. It hasn't got much airplay. It was about Wayne Carey's package. Did you boys read that about? His so-called package. Is this his salary package or his, no. his lunch and two but veg and exactly. steak? Oh. No, I didn't. Who Performer. wrote that? I don't know who wrote it. But well, what how, are you bringing it up for? did it appear in the Sun and use pictorial? I don't know. Did it appear in the Sun? It did. And who wrote about his package? Know. Was it a man or a I woman? I don't know. Or what, really what basis? Know. What was the context of I, it? In a good light? I'm asking you because I saw, and I, it was going back weeks ago, and I thought this this is not appropriate appearing well, Don, in a daily. We don't ask mm. you to do much for the podcast, <laughs> but when you bring up a subject, at least be across some of it rather than asking us to fill in your subjects you for you. You me a lot to do this. I've got to put up with you, <coughs> your bullshit. Now, Don, I'm not going to do this. Uh, I'm going to, to devote five minutes to uh, the, the steeplechaser. Um, oh, no, please. Oh, don't tell me I can't. <laughs> no, 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 you've got Don, to let's go for a coffee. We'll come back in 10 words. minutes. Well, I'll tell you what she accused me of, uh, which is well, an absolute. And luckily, luckily, luckily that someone is in this room at the minute was there and will veri- mightn't want to verify on air, but uh, just by a nodding acquaintance, an, an, a nod of a pr- di- disapproval, uh, disapproval. A nod of approval that what I'm saying is correct. She she won't say it on air, but she knows exactly what I'm saying is the truth. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, I'm not going to cop what was said about me. In fact, uh, there was even some sexual harassment references to it. 
uh, and that is just so uh, so dishonest. You're doing a Russell Brand. Uh, not on that person. But if you're Let sitting across you. the table from someone and the... No, I, no, mate, no, mate. You wait. Uh, we've got to get it in context All because right. uh, uh, what she said is just a tissue of lies and a fabrication that she said she was in bed dreaming about it and it woke her up. Uh, that's what she said in the you article. You must have scared her. Scared her. Anyhow, Don, so i tell you what we're going to do. We've asked, we've done Michael Christian, we haven't done the shout-outs. We're going to put a call in to the Bombora man. The Bombora man who's down at Torquay. The bloke who makes those surfboards for the disabled. (laughs) What? What? He makes, he puts a chair on the surfboard. No, he puts the chair on for himself. He doesn't... Oh, he's not, he hasn't gone into business. I think that's a great Don, idea. Don, we're going to speak to the man who is the resident uh, king of the Bombora surfing fraternity down there at Torquay or wherever he comes from. And do you know why we're going to ring him? No. Because we're going to ask him what his memories of the late Ron Barassi were. Because uh, he played with him and he uh, was coached by him and we thought... We would ask our great friend Peter Percy Jones what his memories of Ron were and that would be our little tribute to the great Ronald Dale Barassi. So I'm going to put a call into him shortly, uh, but I'm just alerting you to the fact. Uh, but we, while we're finishing off, while we're finishing off, Don, while we're finishing off, while we're finishing off Michael Christian's shout-outs, we'll just do this so we'll get it out of the way. Michael Christian sent in this. Uh, sent in this. These are the Michael Christian shout-outs. Um, g'day. A couple of shout-outs, please, to Mark and Thomas Barrett from Trevallon. Trevallon in Tasmania. Now, listen to this, Don. They listen every week and think Don is terrific. Uh, they have. This has come from a uh, mental institution. Oh, that's what I was just going to uh, say. Are they, are they yeah, smoking they, Davis? They are, they are currently incumbents smoking of dope. a mental institution. They think Don is terrific. They also purchased, purchased some stubby holders. Also, Mark Atkins from Leslie Manor in Victoria. Yeah, Mark... Sandy Roberts had a farm down there, Leslie Manor. How is Sandy Roberts? Well, well, you were a friend of his, and we asked... Don, I'm a friend of his, and we asked Sandy to come on, but I don't think he's... uh, I think he's not in good health, isn't he? I think you're right. No, no, Sandy's a marvellous man, and you know that, and I know that. Uh, We asked him several times to come on before we realised that he mightn't be... want to come on because he's uh, failing health. Mm. That's what, What are you looking at me like that for? Also, Mark Atkins from Leslie Manor yep. in Victoria. Mark has ordered a Smart as Sam No cap. Uh, so it's got Smart as Sam on it and it's got No, meaning don't vote for the referendum. Vote No for it. And if anyone votes Yes for it, they are, dece- yeah, they are they're I've delusional. Got shout out, two shout outs. Yep. Ray. I saw Ray at the football. The of Sunshine? Shut up. Ray was at the football. Lang Warren were playing... Not Lang Warren, I should say. Frankston YCW were playing Dramana in the grand final, MPNFL grand final at Frankston. And Ray said, I'm a friend of Rex Hunt's. 
So this is for you, Ray. He listens to the podcast. And how's Rex going? Yeah, he was yeah, in a class well, Rex. Can I give you a quick update on Rex? Uh, last night was the AFL Media Awards night, which Rex, I think, was invited to. But um, and I said I'd accompany him if uh, he needed me to. And um, seeing as I didn't hear from anyone, I didn't go. But Rex started to turn up. Uh, started to go and then apparently lost his way and didn't arrive. So I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened. Mm. Uh, So that's how Rex is going so far. Um, Did he get back home? He's had a fair degree of um, controversy, has uh, followed him around for the last three or four days. Uh, Some mental uh, problems with him, but that's not unusual because we know he's suffering um, from mental problems. And sometimes he's lucid, and most times he's not. Now, now, so another shout out. We are now going. Well, we know that we've been going to England for quite a while, but I think we're starting to tap into the establishment in England because we've got a, a new listener hyphenated name. Now, you've got to be upper class when you're a little bit uppity, don't you, when you have a... Camilla Bowles. You like that? Very well done. Newton, Newt, Newton, like Bert, early, hyphenated. Lyndall... It does Newton, sound regal. Lyndall, Newton, early. So we're starting to make inroads into the English establishment. Now, we might spread a little further so we could become bigger than bigger in England, especially amongst the establishment. Now, Don... So there's a, a shout-out to Lyndall. Now, Don and Ivan, I want you to put your headphones on mm. now because we're going to put a call in to the uh, resident Bombora uh, surfer. Uh, hopefully he'll answer. Um, hopefully he'll answer. Uh, so he listens to our show. He said he had taken the call. Is this the resident Bombora surfer down at Torquay taking the call after coming in just to have a break from surfing? It is, it is, it is. I tell you what, it's excellent to surf. It's really up. It's, and it's been great weather. You've got another qualification. You are the what godfather what? of Alice Costa. <laughs> <laughs> If, if you are, stand by. You'll probably want to uh, withdraw that particular um, uh, portfolio um, if uh, you are the godfather of that Don's person. Don's cracking up here. Well, I, I am. I am I'm the godfather. So is everything okay now? Oh, All made up? I've, I've, been, <laughs> I've been defending her against his tirade for the last half hour. No, no. I'm, I'm, He's referred I to her as a steeplechaser. <laughs> now I think you ought to take him to cut task. Oh, Peter Costa would be very, very angry. Hey, listen, you tell Peter Costa that if his daughter's going to go into the media, at least have the decency to be vaguely factual about what she writes about people. Uh, she wrote the most disgracefully uh, disgracefully uh, dishonest thing about me, and I'll give you my version in a minute. No, we're going to talk about Ron Barassi. Of course we are, but I'm not giving it now while the Bombora King is on the line. We are ringing you, Peter Percy Jones, because your great friend and teammate and uh, a man who you played with and were coached by, Ronald Dale Barassi, left us, and we just wanted to get uh, some of your, uh, maybe a story or two, or just your, your reflections on the great man, please, Peter. Uh, yes, um, on, on, 
Oh no, it's, uh, I, I, I have, I, I'm, I've got to warn you, her old man's a karate expert, so Peter Costa. Who Peter Costa that used to come to the gymnasium at Vital? He's a brown belt. He's a brown belt in karate. I don't. They I, must I don't have know been. Ha- they must have been handing them out. They must have just been handing those brown belts out. Uh, Mr. Bombora King, would it be possible? Would it be lethal? Yeah. Would it? Well, uh, well. Tell 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 him her daughter's pen is lethal. Uh, Now, now, Bombora King, could you please? We rang you about uh, Mr. Brad. Yeah. Well, something about him. Make it up if you can't say anything nice. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, he was a, a great man. He's a great man. He he got me over from uh, North Hobart when I was eighteen, and uh, he came to our, our place in Car Street, North Hobart, around the uh, um, uh, the corner from North Hobart. Over anyway, he knocked on the door, and Molly answered it, and, and, and George Rodrathy, and then I called Molly, my my darling mother, and then he collapsed. Anyway, he came in. And he said, I, I, uh, he said to Molly, because everyone adored him, didn't they? Everyone adored Brad. And he said to Molly, he said, I, I want your son over, over immediately at Carlton. Well, Molly said, he's leaving now. I said, hang on, Mum, I like it. I like it here, you know. <laughs> the audio's been done and nice food and everything. I was 18, and but she had me on the plane straight away. And thank God I did, because it was a fantastic place. He got me to a great club. Wonderful memories, flags, m- meeting wonderful blokes, prime ministers, etc., etc., et and and great friends. So I was, I, I was a lucky man. Now listen, your friend and, well, ro- I, and that, that was all right, wasn't it? That was good. Yeah, but your friend and roving uh, uh, fellow uh, Adrian Gallagher, his wife yeah. had a run-in with Ron over the what was something to do with training? Is that right? Uh, Susie Gallagher. Yes. Uh, well, um, Adrian worked for uh, um, Baratheon Loft at his uh, office factory, and apparently there was a. Uh, I think they were, they were going through a hard time. The office factory, and they, and they had to waylay Adrian, and anyway, had to lay him off. Something like that. Anyway, they weren't too happy about that. Uh, anyway, um, he, he clashed with him at training, and he made him do a hundred press ups which was a record, then Adrian, <laughs> at his most, would have been able to do five. But he, I think he, he managed about six or seven. Anyway, he, uh, and, uh, that was Adrian's first wife. Um, and then he... She uh, did 100 press-ups. He moved on from there. Sorry? Did she... Uh, she did Ron make her do 100 press-ups? No, Adrian Gallagher. Oh. Adrian Gallagher had to do 100 press-ups. I reckon his I, missus I, would have done him better than Adrian. Well, Susie was a uh, she was a lovely girl, but she was uh, she was toughy. She was a toughy. That anyway, that was Adrian's first. And Sam Aunt, Sam uh, spoke at Adrian's third wedding, I think. Did you, Sam? Uh, what what did I do? You spoke at Adrian's third wedding. <laughs> did I? <laughs> he can't remember. Oh, I did nothing of the sort. He was on the booger yeah, sugar. He, oh. he was on that booger sugar Shut stuff. Up, he married that girl from that from the hotel room. Remember. Um, uh, um, Kim. Yeah, Kim. Yeah, that was John and, uh, yeah, Kim. Uh, yeah. 
Did you speak at that he, wedding? I don't think so. He married, he married, she married Adrian Gallagher, and then she left Adrian <laughs> and went off with a bloke with 10 or 9. Yeah, John O. And married him. Ian Johnson. And married him, and you spoke at Adrian's wedding. And, oh. and <laughs> I thought this was and about Ron Barassi, not Adrian Gallagher. Uh, Peter, if we could get you back on track, please. Uh, Ron, sorry, sorry. Ron played for Carlton in 196, from 1965 to 69, and he coached them... Uh, he was the captain coach, and then he stopped in 69 and coached for a couple more years. You played in 66, from 66 to 79, and then when you stopped, you went on to coach. It, did you did you model any of your – that's a serious question, Peter. Did you model yeah. any of your football – you probably wouldn't have measured – you probably wouldn't have measured a lot of your football because Ron was a completely different player to you. But what about your coaching style? Did you garner any information from being coached? By the great Ron. Well, that's uh, that's a long blow, that one. Yeah, uh. <laughs> yeah it is, isn't it? I <laughs> know. Uh, no, what can you say about Ron Barassi? I thought we'd get you on because I know you actually had a great relate. Did you ever play chess with him? If you, if, that was his uh, get out clause. If ever you had an argument with him, he said, "Come and we'll play chess over coffee." Did you ever play chess with him? No, I didn't. But uh, no, I, I didn't say that. But uh, he was—he was always doing that. That was his uh, intellectuals. He called them. Anyone who was higher than a, a barman, he was an intellectual. Um, he, 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 uh, he uh, <laughs> Ragsy Gould. Who? Rags, Ragsy Gould. Oh, he reckons. He Ragsy reckons he was a king of the backline. <laughs> he was as loose as buggery, and he said he was tight. He could jump. He, he could jump. What, what way? He jumped sideways, wouldn't he? Oh, Tony Jewell was after a few times with his elbow. He, he <laughs> you had a blue with Tony Jewell too. Don, keep on he, Ron, please. He would have been a handler. He would, he would have jumped the biggest <laughs> handle coming up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Tony Jewell was always after him. <laughs> so, so, so now, listen, we had John Nichols on the other week. He said he could oh, do And yeah. I said to him, He's did you impart any knowledge to you? He said he couldn't. No, he spoke highly of this, <laughs> John Nichols. He did not. He was too, <laughs> I, I thought he was a little bit. Well, well, I, I, no, I heard him and he, and he hopped into, um, you know, in, into Elliot and, and Lofty, which I thought was unheard of. It, they were fantastic accountants because now, he was in with, he was in with, I got Ian, Ian Collins, he yeah. was in with him. And that, and they ran to uh, Elliot and Loft and Kerr and Armstrong. It was just, Disgraceful what uh, what you know what they did to those two. Uh, to to who, Purse? Nick and Collo did to uh, um, Lost and John Elliott. So it's not a happy club at Carlton. Well, this is years ago. This is uh, you know at, at, at the turn of the century. <laughs> at the turn of the century. Yeah, that, that, that's it was right. Not you know it was twenty odd years ago. But they but they blamed it all on on on, on Elliot Lost, which was unbelievable. They were fantastic at the club. Winning premiership, we have plenty of money. Anyway, so... It, and so what happens club. when you get to a reunion? Do you people talk to one another? Oh, Collins. No, he's on the other side, Ian Collins. Is he? I thought he was a good guy. Oh, Gags is either way. He's, he's on our side and his side. He, he <laughs> can't be going anyway. Anyhow, anyway, Gags. Anyhow, Percy, look, thanks for giving those glowing tributes and anecdotes to Ron Barassi. It's been fantastic to have you on. 
Did you mention stop oh, doing geez. that, Don? You oh, fucking this, idiot! This Don's a, banging the table. In there? Oh, he's yes, in here. He looks shit. like you know, <laughs> Percy's got bloody shorts on. He's a clone for Johnny. It's a bloody <laughs> embarrassment. Now let me speak. Let me speak. This no, is no, Ivan. Now I've just plugged in uh, Peter Jones into Wikipedia, and, it, and I've just seen it just under Percy. Percy, how yes. did you get your nickname? Oh yes. No. Can you tell us? <laughs> or, do you want me to, or, you, or should I just read it out from Wikipedia? Yeah, read it out. All right. I'll, uh, I'll fire away. His nickname, Percy, was bestowed upon him by Murray Gallagher, the uncle of his best friend, the rover Adrian, Adrian. Gallagher. After Percy, yeah. the name of the enormous penis that was transplanted <laughs> onto the injured man in the 1971 <laughs> film Percy. <laughs> How did that get into Wikipedia? <laughs> it's gone down this one, isn't it? <laughs> hey, have you heard from Rick Hunt? Have you heard from Rick? Oh, he's been in another yeah, accident. Yeah, yeah. No, Rex. No, yeah, you, yeah, no uh, seriously. I don't know. Rex went to the meant to, was meant to go to the AFL Football Writers Award last night, but. <laughs> <laughs> Fatty, I've spoke to someone who talked to who took him there, and when they got to the lights, Rex got out of the back of the car, and that's the last they've seen him. He never turned up at the event, oh, no. never turned up at the awards, and not, no one's heard from him since. And that's that's absolutely that is true. That is absolutely. Did he take his medication? Oh no, he's off that. No, he's well, yes. no, 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 we shouldn't make light of Rex is uh, not. Well, not he's well, Percy played against Rex. Yeah, yeah you would. Yeah, didn't you? I heard he did a brown eye. <laughs> 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 is that true? Last week. Oh no! Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> at the window. <laughs> <laughs> No. Uh, well, here at the podcast. No. Fiona Byrne. Oh, Fiona, oh, Fiona Byrne was there. No, Fiona she's been trying to pacify him. Fiona she's he, she's his nurse. Fiona Byrne's in the house here somewhere with her niece. <laughs> and they've repaired upstairs. They're they don't gone, want to be Percy. part of any of this. <laughs> now, Percy. Percy. I heard that from Helen Cotter. Oh, I don't think they talk. Yeah. Now, 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 Peter, <laughs> Peter, thank you very much for joining us. I know telling you're... us about Rod Barassi. Yeah, thanks for telling us a whole lot of stuff about Rod. <laughs> We've got to get him in here. Oh, no. It, it takes a crane to bring you and get him out of his car. Haven't you seen Percy? How so, are those surfboards going, the ones with the seat on for all the paraplegics, Don't like a rocket. Don't like a rocket. <laughs> now, I'm, I'm in Don, the lawn bowls. stop hitting the fucking table, lawn. Don. Stop banging the, the table. Bowls. I'm in the lawn bowls. <laughs> what are you making seats for them now, Purse? <laughs> yeah. 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 Now, Peter, thank, th- thanks very much for joining us and speaking. Can we take a break? Speaking in, uh, I haven't laughed like this since I watched Barry Humphreys. Long and flowing tributes to Ron. <laughs> I think we can all say that we uh, he was, was a great man and uh, we were the richer for knowing him. I think we could safely say that, couldn't we, Peter? 
Yeah, 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 exactly. It, it was it, it was a marvelous man, wonderful, wonderful man. Well, thanks for joining, joining us. <laughs> I knew you could not be serious, Peter. Okay, Sam. <laughs> right, all yeah, the best. Any other issues that up, we've Don. got? Can we give you a ring, purse? And God bless up. you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, that's it. Bye bye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. Now he's off, isn't he? He's oh, off. We've got to now, take a break. We are please. taking a break, Don. We're taking a break, oh, and then geez. I'm coming back, and you don't have to listen. I'm. I'm not letting. I'm not letting. <laughs> I'm not letting Alice Costin's uh, crap that she wrote about me go without oh, uh, no. just correcting the record. So here we go. Now, what am I doing? I've lost track of everything. Get soon. No, I'm going to turn through. that off there. No, 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 I'll go do this now. This is what I if do. If we had now. James, Shut we'd up, be Don. right. Right.